Welcome to our Parenting with Purpose podcast, hosted by Laura Seibert. We are a group of moms from the Antioch movement that are passionate about our calling from God to raise kids who love Jesus and equip them to fulfill all God has called them to be. We know that parenting is the hardest job on the planet, and our desire is to cast vision and equip our listeners on raising kids in today's culture through both our victories and failures. We desire that our time together will encourage, inspire, and bring you hope. Now here is this week's podcast. All right. Well, this is Laura. I hope that you had the chance to listen to part one of Christy's interview with her dad, Dr. Sudan. It was amazing and um, talked about all things, his thoughts on culture, lots of encouragement, thoughts on discipline, and just it was a great podcast. Go back if you haven't listened to that. This one, part two, Dr. Sudan takes us into the role of grandparenting. He has 17 grandchildren, and he just takes us into that place of how we can come alongside our kids and help grandparent the next generation. You don't want to miss that. So. The, uh, yeah, I think the next you know, thing is just in terms of, of discipline, um, which is always a, uh, um, a tough, tough discussion among parents and how to, how to deal with it. Um, but uh, but I think uh, you know discipline is is critical. I mean it's certainly in the scriptures. I mean I, I don't think there's any question about uh, about that. Uh, and uh, and it you know varies. I mean how you discipline kids when they're very young versus when they're you know middle age and then and then older teenagers is is very different. Um, you know we. You know, as is very typical back, in, uh, we did use uh, corporal punishment when the kids <laughs> okay. were small. But, but again, it's done, you know, in a situation where, you know, you never, you know, hit them in the, uh, the peak of your anger. The other thing that uh, I think is important is in the area of discipline. Uh, now, I'm uh, old and come uh, from the old school, and so we did, uh, you know, use uh, corporal punishment as, uh, when our kids were young. Uh, but uh, you know, we did it uh, in, I think, a, uh, a correct way. Uh, and this is you know, uh, something that uh, you know, I think many books have outlined, so it's not anything that you know, people shouldn't be aware of. But you know, what we did, we would definitely avoid um, you know, uh, spanking either in public or you know, at the height of our anger. You know, we would uh, wait you know, until, uh, you know, we had uh, calmed down uh, and then taken the, uh, the child uh, into the room by themselves and uh, explained, you know, in detail why uh, they were being spanked, uh, spanked them, and then afterwards uh, just, you know, hugged them and reassured them uh, of our love. And in doing that, it actually, you know, draws you closer uh, to your child uh, and uh, and it can be a, a very um, good situation, and, and you know we never had any problems with it. I mean, obviously there's potential again. You know when you hit an anger or in public or um, or uh, you know, a lot of other things, but if done appropriately, then it and it works well. Now again, as kids get older, you don't want to be spanking them, and so you know discipline has to be more creative. Um, and, uh, you know, it's going to be different for different people. Different kids respond differently, and you have to, you know, learn and know your, your child. Uh, one of the things we did as our kids got, got older was, uh, you know, to give them a, a choice. You know, we would make them, 
you know, aware of what the rules were, and if they violated them, then uh, you know we would uh, discipline them. Uh, I would typically give them three choices uh, uh, for their discipline, uh, each of which I felt like would mean something to them individually, <laughs> uh, and then let them choose. That way, they they had a vested interest in it, and when they were you know, not able to watch TV for three days, then, you know, that was, well, that was your choice. Yes. And, uh, and so it, uh, it gives them a little bit of skin in the game mm-hmm. as well. And then really the, the main thing even on, on discipline, uh, no matter how you do all that, is, is just being consistent in it. Yes. Uh, and that's, I think, the, the biggest problem that, that parents have is they threaten to you know, if, uh, you know, if you do that one more time, I'm going to X. Yeah. And then they do it one more time and you don't do it. Yes. Because, you know, discipline is usually harder on the parent than it is on the child. Exactly. It's so <laughs> uh, hard. So, but you really, really do have to be, uh, be you know, consistent with it. And parents, you know, need to talk together, you know, and, uh, and know, you know, where they're going to draw the boundaries yes. and what the, uh, the the consequences will be because kids will quickly determine, you know, if one parent does one thing and one the other, you know, then they know who to go to and, uh, and yes. how they can beat the system. So uh, really needs a lot of communication be- between the parents. That's great. Well, these are all such good. I know there's probably like a million other things and we might get to those, but Okay, so those are amazing tips, and I um, love them. What, as a grandparent, how do you see kids, parents, I mean, obviously you're grandparenting uh, 17 kids, you see us, and you don't have to tell me all the things I'm doing wrong, but please do also. Um, But what do you see as challenges that we have as parents that there maybe wasn't an issue for you? Yeah, no, it's uh, um, <clears throat> it's totally different now than it was, uh, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Uh, the world's different, and parenting is much more challenging than it was, you know, when, when our kids were young. I, I certainly give them that. I think uh, I, I remember hearing that back in uh, in my day, uh, you know, there were the top three um, uh, things that teachers had to worry about were talking in class, chewing gum, and one other thing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> not seriously. <laughs> That's so, probably not that, the case no, anymore. No, no, the, the, I don't remember what it is now, but it's uh, it's much more dramatic. Yes. So uh, uh, certainly uh, more problems, um, and I think you know the the biggest thing you know facing uh, parents today, I think, is just how to navigate uh, social media. Uh, you know, it's just, you know, wasn't even an issue because it didn't exist when, uh, when you guys were, were growing up. Uh, and, uh, and now that is, I mean, you know, just, I mean, the kids are uh, on, the, you know, their devices either through school or, you know, uh, at home. And, and so uh, trying to navigate that is, uh, is certainly uh, huge. Uh, I'm sure there's multiple books that are, are written about you know that, and, and I don't uh, you know, tend to be an ex- or I don't uh, claim to be an expert uh, on that, or even how uh, I would uh, would do it. But I think you know parents need to uh, uh, certainly again you know get together and decide 
um, you know how to uh, you know to limit and and control what your kids uh, watch or or how they navigate to um, social you know media. Uh, the other thing I think is just that the the culture is different. I mean we're in a post-Christian you know highly secular culture. Uh, when you guys were growing up, and certainly when I was growing up, uh, you know, we lived still in, in a uh, you know, Christian culture. And so even though not everybody you know, were strong believers or even believers, the, the, uh, the culture was still that. And uh, you could, uh, uh, all, everybody could agree on the basic tenets of what was right and wrong and that there was truth uh, and um, but uh, but now you know that's not not the case, and so uh, you know, there'll be children you know uh, or friends in their classes that not only uh, you know don't believe in God but can be very antagonistic and, and have uh, lots of different um, you know beliefs you know, and so having the kids you know navigate that and, and you as a parent you know uh, who do you allow your kids to play with or to you know, hanging out with uh, is uh, is tough, uh, and and so um, you know I think you know especially as the kids get older, you know uh, trying to you know encourage them to choose you know wisely you know who their friends are, you know is is a huge you know thing. Uh, I think those are the two biggest differences that I've seen you know now and as opposed to when we were. So would you say, um, as like looking at it, as, for us as parents, communication with our kids about what's going on and just not pretending it's not there. I don't, I, it seems like that's not an option because it's everywhere. I mean, yeah. a commercial, I mean, anywhere you go, you're going to see the culture's mm-hmm. place. And then also communication with your spouse or just if you're a single, like having a game plan of what you're going to allow with um, social media and phones and all of that. Is that your your advice to us? How do we navigate it, Don? It's so hard. No, no, it is. You know, and, and again, I think part of it is that, that you need to be informed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can't hide your head in the sand, in the sand and just uh, hope that things are going to work out. Uh, I mean, you need to be very, very proactive. Um, you know, you need to, uh, um, you know, to learn and understand, you know, to some degree, the apologetics, you know, involved, you know, because especially as kids get older, I mean, they're smart and they are not going to just uh, take you uh, at your word. I mean, they want to know why yes. you know, uh, they can't do this or they shouldn't do that. And so uh, I think as, as a parent, you need to um, really do your homework and, uh, and be ready to, you know, to give them a, a logical argument. Uh, and again, there are you know, books out there that are very helpful uh, for that. Uh, and I'm sure y'all have discussed that uh, on the, uh, the program uh, as well. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, being, being proactive uh, in it. And that's not to say that, you know, what you guys decide is, should be the same for, for others. I mean, uh, each family is going to be a little bit, you know, different. And, uh, and probably whether you go to public school or private school. And uh, so there's a lot of, you know, factors, uh, you know, involved.
Yeah, that's good. I'm sure you've, you you know, it's probably interesting. I'm just saying this as we're processing it, but it's probably interesting as a grandparent too, having four kids and seeing us, we all love Jesus, all are following him, but it's nuanced different in how we all walk the different things out. And yeah, I mean, and, and, and even just having four kids, I mean, y'all are all different anyway yes and so uh you know we even had to parent each of you differently you know depending on uh your um, you know personalities and, and strengths and weaknesses and, and so forth uh, but it is interesting to see how each family uh navigates uh, the road and, and again they're different uh, you know because your, your kids are different uh, some kids are very very active <laughs> and uh, other kids are very um uh you know, you know, or easier kids than, than, than others. We won't uh, say which are the active ones. I will ones. not make any, any comment on that. Yes. Uh, well, that leads into another question I have as, because obviously our, we have parents that are listening, but not everyone has grandparents in their life, but a lot, and hopefully everyone has at least one grandparent in mm-hmm. their life. And so, um, how would you, first of all, I'll say part Jordan and I moved back to Waco from Michigan. We were in Dallas and then when our kids were really, really tiny, then we were in Michigan for eight years, um, and then moved back to Dallas. And so, I mean, back to Waco where all of our grandparents are. And so our interaction with you has been different depending on, you know, being 90 miles away versus like to our plane flight to now. So I would love for you to help our listeners know as a grandparent, what is helpful for you did, you and my in-laws, both you and mom did, have done an amazing job of being intentional grandparents. Um, but we want to know how does it, like what's helpful to hear from us? How have you built, you know, give us some ideas too of how to grandparent, like if your grandparents are far away, what are some things that these listeners could suggest to their parents for connection? Just grandparenting in general and what would be helpful for us to know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, first of all, uh, grandparenting is the most amazing thing ever. Oh, you're <laughs> uh, amazing and, at it. And, and I have heard, although I, I have no experience, uh, that even uh, being a great-grandparent is, uh, oh. is uh, equally, if not even better. Oh, wow. Um, so I look forward to, uh, to that time. Um, but, uh, you know, the other thing is just as, you know, you love each of your children equally, uh, you also love each of your grandchildren and so, uh, even though you know my my love was uh, divided, uh, you know, in four ways with my kids, now even seventeen ways, it's still, um, you know, you love each one of them, you know, the same, and and so it's uh, that is fun to realize that you have that much love uh, in, inside of you to, uh, to do that. I want to say before you go into that, something that you told me that was always very encouraging is about your relationship with your kids as they got older. Because I, I when I was a young mom, I'd be like, oh, I mean, you know, you feel that tension of like, this is so sweet, but I'm sad it's almost over, but also I'm exhausted and I'm kind of ready to like not be in this season. But what would you tell me all the time? Yeah, uh, my uh, admonition or, or encouragement, I guess, was that, uh, it, you know, my, I enjoyed my children uh, much more 
uh, with each uh, successive you know, stage, uh, and even more so now as adults, uh, I really enjoy them. And so, uh, you know, and part of it is is uh, you know even as y'all were in uh, uh, teenagers, uh, you know, I still you know enjoyed. Uh, you know, the time with you and, and none of you were, were really truly rebellious. Uh, and so it was, was fun, but, but time as, a, as an adult is just so much more, you know, fun uh, with your kids that you can relate to them uh, as an adult. And so, yeah. But it comes from you poured into the relationship. I think that that, that, that is, Again, purpose, I don't know if you, but you invested in that relationship so you've been able to see it grow. Like, I, so as you invest in him, that's the encouragement because even we were talking a couple episodes ago, Connie, who is, you know, leads a podcast with us, she has two in college now and it's like, that's a big change from there's only one kid left at home and so you're, her heart's like, ah, but that's the encouragement to us, right? Absolutely, yeah. It's, it, but, it, you know, it's with any relationship, I mean, it takes work and, and it doesn't just happen. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, they have to, uh, um, you know, be intentional about it. And, um, you know, when, you know, the, when our kids were, were in, in high school, one of the things that I did, you know, unfortunately not with Christy because I didn't f- figure this out in time. But, <laughs> I, for some reason, I thought you did it. That's how, that's, anyway, finish saying it. But, uh, but uh, you know, when, when the kids were seniors, I would, uh, you know, go to breakfast with them uh, and uh, uh, each week, you know, so we have specific one-on-one time. And, and I'm real big anyway on, on one-on-one, you know, relational uh, time. Uh, and I would have questions uh, for them, you know, so that we had specific, you know, discussions. So it wasn't just, you know, random uh, things. Uh, and so it was really a, a good time and, and we all uh, grew closer, you know, during, uh, during those times. Uh, so, yeah, it does re- require, you know, um, you know work. Um, but um, grandparenting. The, uh, you know, as far as grandparenting, the... Uh, uh, you know, and again, it's it's different. You know, uh, in terms of what you can do with one grandparent, or I mean, one grand or two grandchildren versus seventeen. Yeah. And uh, you know, even though it's wonderful having seventeen, the downside is that it's really hard to you know invest a significant amount of time you know, with uh, with that many uh, you know, children. Um, you know, and so it again requires uh, you know being in, intentional. Um, and part of the problem is that, you know, for most couples, the, uh, the grandmother is far more involved in, uh, you know, you know, initiating those relationships and, uh, uh, and talking to the children and things like that. Um, for, for me, that not been the case as, as my wife's Alzheimer's has, you know, progressed. So I've had to uh, pick up the slack and do things that, Probably not normal for most grandfathers. Uh, yeah. You know, and uh, but it's been been good. I've I've enjoyed it, and I feel like I've certainly grown. You know, in uh, in that area. Um, but as a uh, as a grandparent, uh, uh, it uh, is uh, much nicer. Um, you know, having your kids closer. Um, you know, it it was you know difficult when you know they were uh, um, you know a thousand miles uh, uh, away. 
um, you know, fortunately with technology now, you, you can do things, obviously, uh, talking on the phone, texting, uh, now even, you know, Zoom calls or FaceTime and, and things like that. And, and I've, uh, um, you know, had friends who uh, will, um, will actually do FaceTime with their younger you know, children and, and read to them yes. or have, you know, have them uh, read uh, to the grandparent. And uh, and so you can uh, really do you know some uh, some neat things you know that way. But again, you're having to use technology. Um, obviously, if they're if they're closer, it uh, is uh, is better. I had the uh, you know the privilege of having your family live actually in my house for yes, nine yes. months uh, the, a couple of years ago, and uh, that was uh, especially fun because uh, you know I'd been away. You know, and so I really, really got to know your children so much better, you know, eating dinner with them and, uh, and you know, seeing, you know, seeing them wake up grumpy. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, never. <laughs> um, you know, but anyway, uh, that was a, a really enjoyable time. Um, you know, but I think for, for most grandparents, you know, they want uh, to be able to be helpful, uh, but they want to do it when they want to do it yes, rather than feeling obligated or have to. I mean, obviously, you know, if something happens and, uh, and you have to then, you know, become the parent, you know, for grandchildren and I have lots of patients that, you know, have to do that, then obviously you're going to do that. But, uh, you know, but um, in general, uh, you know, we want to, uh, you know, to choose when yes. you know, we uh, spend in the time. And uh, and so it's obviously more difficult when the you know the grandchildren are in town because uh, there are a lot of different things that you could <laughs> be involved in, and uh, and I've tried to you know do that such that I go to things you know when I want to rather than feel obligated, and, and you've been very very gracious. Uh, don't. You know, uh, you know, condemn me if I'm not at any uh, at every sporting event. Uh, but that way, when I go, it's it's something that I, I choose, I enjoy it, and, and it's uh, life giving to me. And uh, and so I would encourage you know, things to, to not you know uh, push your you know the grandparents to uh, to be at or involved in, in everything that they uh, that they do. And, and in so doing, I think the grandparents will be a lot more. Um, engaged and uh, and it will be more enjoyable for everybody. Yeah, uh, that's good wisdom. And guys, just so you know, dad's at like most of the things, but it's true. Like, I, and I never want you to feel pressure to come, especially us. We have like five million things that you could come to. So it's yes. like, there's no pressure. Um, I was going to say too, I don't know, but I'm assuming, is it like, you know, we have you over for dinner sometime. And so I would think that probably where obviously as grandparents, you're giving out a lot, but you also want to have relationship with your kids too. Is that, I'm kind of baiting a answer, but is that correct? Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's, it's totally correct. Uh, It's again, and, and for me, because I, you know, enjoy my adult children. And so, uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, especially, you know, when all of us are together, uh, you know, I spend much more time just visiting with uh, my children and uh, their spouses rather than the grandchildren because they're all playing with their cousins. 
Um, but, uh, but again, you know, if you're in town, you know, inviting the, the grandparent over for, for dinner is, uh, is a wonderful thing because then, you know, you get to, uh, uh, again, it's the whole idea of being around the table uh, and, uh, and listening to table questions and, <laughs> and just how the kids respond to, to each other. Um, and, uh, and so, you know, that is, uh, you know, very important, obviously, you know, grandparents that actually cook, unlike me, <laughs> uh, can also have uh, their children and grandchildren, uh, over for, uh, for dinner. Um, but one of the things that I really enjoy, you know, again, because I enjoy one-on-one situations is I will, you know, have each of the grandchildren and take them, you know, out to dinner, you know, so I can spend one-on-one time with them. Yes. Uh, and so, uh, so that's something that, uh, that's really important uh, for me. And I think a lot of, uh, grandparents are, you know, sometimes, uh, they, uh, you know, will do things like take them separately on, on vacations, uh, uh, you know, like when they turn 12 or something like that. It's kind of hard when you have 17 of them to, <laughs> That's to a lot that. of trips, so, Dad. Uh, oh, I don't think it... <laughs> and, and, and without my spouse, it, it's, a, uh, it's a very difficult thing. But, but again, a lot of uh, grandparents do, and that's a, uh, also a, a really uh, neat thing uh, you know, to do. Uh, the other thing is just, uh, is just communication. Yeah. Uh, and again, most of the time, this is initiated by the, uh, the grandmother, um, but uh, it is something that uh, I try to, um, you know, to do. Although, again, all of my kids are very good about communicating with me, you know, so I don't always have to, but at least, you know, uh, one of us, uh, you know, initiates so that we're communicating on a, uh, on a regular you know, basis. Um, and, uh, and, and I think that's very important. Um, your husband does something, uh, you know, very helpful, you know, especially for, for you guys that have so many events is he'll send a weekly um, a list of what uh, events that they're uh, you know, going to be involved in uh, for the week so that I can choose what I want to go to or not, but they're, you know, when they are, where they are. And, and, and that's a really, uh, I think, a very uh, helpful thing, yeah. especially for very busy families. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good practical. And I think that's good, you know, and um, if you have grandparents in home too, like if you need a couple of like rides that help with things like say like you have younger kids sending an, out an email and just saying like, hey, these are a few things this week. Could you help with any of them? Because then again, it goes to your first point of putting the ball in your court of what is helpful. It's not demanding. I mean, no one wants to be demanded of like and and grant and i would imagine like you said you want to help but you don't no one wants to feel like er that's not a good er is not you know what i'm saying yeah and and again if it's a uh, you know urgent thing then obviously we're going to step in whether you know it's something we want to do or not right but, but you know as a as a parent you don't want to just uh, you know take advantage of that over and over and over again because then it gets uh, gets old yeah. Um, but, yeah. How would, what would you say for, because I bet a lot of listeners might have grandparents a couple hours away. And so is it helpful, you know, just like we send you the weekly um, thing of what we have going on, would it be helpful for a listener that's like, you know, has grandparents in Dallas 
to send like, hey, the, we these are things we have going on this month. Would you be able, like, is it helpful to be invited to and brought into those kind of things? Is that what you would encourage for a, a parent to their grandparent? No, absolutely. I, again, living a couple hours away, uh, you know, some people would say is actually kind of the ideal distance <laughs> because you can, uh, uh, you can uh, say no a lot easier than if they're uh, uh, just a, a few minutes away. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, it is good because a lot of the, uh, um, the uh, uh, other kids uh, are involved in, in sporting events and, and they will often send me you know, their soccer schedule or t-ball schedule or, you know, basketball, whatever, so that I can, you know, look ahead. And especially if you're still working now, if you're retired, then, I mean, still not having a list is good. But, you know, for me, I can only go on the, on the weekends, uh, which, you know, when a lot of them are played anyway. Um, but it is very helpful to, uh, to have, you know, schedule to know what's available so you can make those uh, you know, decisions in, in advance rather than, um, oh, just want to let you know that so-and-so's uh, got a t-ball game, uh, you know, tomorrow morning at nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's, yeah. And I think as I'm listening just to a lot of this, I think the heart is communication and planfulness. We, um, Jordan and I talk about with marriage, one of the number one um, predictors of a successful marriage is planfulness. Um, and because it's just like, you're not just doing life as it happens. And I think with parenting in general, you have like, okay, who do I want my kids to be? You and mom thought about that. Like maybe you didn't like write it down, but you're, you had to make choices and plans early on to, to get to what, you know, it partnered with God's grace, obviously, and, and everything, but just thinking in relationship, it's, you want to be like, bring people in, be planful and just considerate of one another and, and see how it happens. Don't make vain as some, uh, like imaginations of why a grandparent isn't here or be demanding or different things, but just give them opportunities to respond. And then, you know, if you, that would be my encouragement. Don't just assume that they don't have their own lives that are going, hopefully they do have their own lives and hobbies. I know you tell people when they're retired, get hobbies. Like you want grandpa your grandparents to have other things that they're doing because that's healthy for them. So just an encouragement, be planful, uh, be communicative with one another and just continue to grow the relationship with the kids. And, and I think for us as, as parents, you want to foster that because we want intergenerational relationships. Mm -hmm. Like most, um, like cultures around the world, that's how they live. Americans, right. it's different. You know, we are not as good at that, but the kids are better for it. Um, for having that inner, um, generational yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, and it, uh, you know, I can say, I mean, I never uh, knew either of my grandparent, my grandfathers, that uh, they were, you know, both dead, you know, before I was ever born and uh, only saw my grandmothers um, once a year for a day or two. Wow. Um, so I really had, you know, virtually no relationship with, uh, you know, with any of my grandparents. And so uh, this whole idea is, is new to me. Uh, fortunately, you know your grandparents uh, yes. you know, were involved uh, to to a degree in 
and got to know them. Uh, but I will say uh, to grandparents, you know, that one of the, uh, the surest ways to, uh, to try to, uh, you know, um, keep your grandchildren or your, uh, your children from uh, inviting you, you into their lives is if you try to tell your children what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so I think as grandparents, we need to be uh, available. And, you know, if they ask our advice, sure, you know, you, you can, can give it, but, uh, but don't give unsolicited advice. <laughs> And dad is very good at that. And he's so wise that we want, we want and invite your advice and I should probably do it even more. But, um, I do appreciate that because it, it is helpful. Like, I don't feel like you're constantly like telling me what to do. And your, your, your mother was, uh, was even better at it uh, than I am. (laughs) Yes. But, but it is appreciative because, but, but it's also for us as parents be gain that wisdom from the older generation because yes like you just said it looks very different y'all didn't have some of the challenges that we had but we want to always be teach like learning from those that have gone before us um i that made me think too of just i think an encouragement too just hearing your story you know you have here you are you had four kids, raised a godly family, and then these 17 grandkids. But it's not like you, you kind of paved a way for your, for you, you and mom paved a way. You, your mom was a believer, but you didn't grow up in, I mean, you grew up in church, but not like a, your dad wasn't a believer until he, right before he passed away. So just say, speak to that real quick as an encouragement. If you're the first generation of, um, uh, family, like, you know, following Jesus. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that is, is huge because, uh, again, not everybody, uh, you know, grows up in a, uh, in a Christian home, um, but, uh, but you can be, you know, the person, you know, that then, um, you know, uh, your whole family uh, comes, uh, you know, to, uh, to know the Lord. I mean, even, you know, Jimmy, you know, uh, you know his story, you know, and, and how his brothers and sisters and eventually his mother and father, you know, uh, came to know because he was, you know, uh, well, I think his brother was even before him. But anyway, they were the point people for that. But, uh, you know, but for me, you know, my my mother was a, a believer and we went to church, but you know, it was not really a uh, major part of our, our lives. Uh, and then until I, you know, really got to, to Baylor and, uh, and just, uh, um, you know, really, uh, you know, um, my faith, you know, grew, and then met Luana, and and uh, together, you know, we uh, you know started uh, um, you know pursuing God uh, like that, and it uh, you know then you know spread uh, to my my brother and my sister, uh, and uh, and then uh, you know uh, you know then eventually my father, uh, but of course a lot of that you know and and actually what I was going to say in addition as you were talking was that you know all of this uh, you know has to be bathed in prayer yes you know on a uh, consistent you know uh, basis I mean uh, we you know prayed for my uh, father for you know 30 or 40 years before he finally you know came to, to know Christ and so um, uh, you know just the idea of perseverance and prayer yes. you know whether it be you know for your you know, sibling uh, or your parent or your child. You know, we have lots of prodigal children, uh, you know, that are running around and, and just, 
you know, don't give up. Just continue yes. to uh, to pray for them, and uh, and so I think that's you know huge. And then I'll I'll also say as well as long as it's the prayer thing uh, is that um, <clears throat> you know I, I try to uh, have a prayer card on on each of the, the children, and and they you know send me every six months uh, send me their prayer needs uh, so that I'm praying specifically you know not just in in general. Uh, and, and so it's really, uh, you know, helpful, you know, to do that. And, and it encourages me then to be uh, faithful and persistent in, in praying for uh, all of you. Well, we appreciate, we covet your prayers there. Oh, we love them. Um, we, last thing we're going to talk about is it's kind of with prayer, not really, but similar. Um, so as you've shared, you know, mom has Alzheimer's and I've shared that in the podcast um, before. Um, how would you say suffering? I mean, because you've suffered um, for 15, I guess 15, 15 years. Yeah, because yeah. Duncan. And then, uh, you know, and then we also had your grandson, my nephew, who had leukemia, just became cancer free like uh, four months ago. So that was obviously suffering. And then we've had other types of suffering throughout the years, but how would you say that impacts kids? Like, have you seen that in the positive? Um, and just how has that shaped, shaped grandparenting our, our like kids in life? Cause you know, we as moms, more moms probably than dads, but everyone want to protect our kids. Don't want them to like hurt. And, um, you know, I just, you just see the beauty of suffering, um, with, I, anyway, but tell, tell me your thoughts about that. Yeah. Well, and and again, there's uh, some really, really good, good books on, uh, on suffering and and you could put those in the, in the notes if you, uh, um, want, but, uh, you know, I think most people, you know, that are mature in their faith realize that, the, uh, the the only way to really grow deep in the Lord is through suffering. I hate having to say that. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, it is not something anybody chooses or would want. But I think, uh, you know, the Apostle Paul would certainly uh, attest to that. And, and I think pretty much all of the uh, early church leaders, you know, uh, would uh, as as well. Um, and so, whereas none of us want to go through suffering, uh, it, it really is, you know, the, the way to a, a deeper uh, faith in Jesus. And, and that's been my experience. I mean, I thought that I knew, you know, everything uh, uh, about the, the scriptures and I knew all the scriptures about suffering, mm-hmm. but I had never really suffered. I'd led a, just a charmed life up until the time I was... 53 and then everything hit <laughs> you had you, it was mom got dying to tell them what yeah, all I mean, happened uh, you know we had within a six-month period of time you know uh, my wife got diagnosed with early onset alzheimer's disease i then had uh, you know sextuple bypass uh, surgery on my heart and uh, and then uh, a week later my mother you know had a stroke which left her uh, you know, incapable of caring for herself, and so, so it was a, a, a tough six months. <laughs> but uh, but over the the fifteen years, uh, God has been incredibly faithful to me and, and to our family, 
in giving us the grace you know we need you know for each step on on the road uh and uh, and so my relationship with Jesus is so much deeper and and fuller now than it was uh, uh when she was diagnosed i mean i always had the head knowledge mm. i mean i've always been a, a bible student you know but you know then once you go through it you know it becomes in your heart not just in your head uh, and I've seen that, you know, and obviously uh, you guys have had to deal with it as well. I mean, you've had to grow up without a mother to, to help you in your own mothering. And, and so you've had to go deep, you know, into Christ to, for the resources uh, to, um, uh, to, you know, move forward. Uh, but even the, the grandkids, especially the older ones who've seen it, uh, they, uh, I think they know as well. And, and especially like with Burson, who, you know, had the leukemia. I mean, he has uh, experienced something that, uh, you know, kids shouldn't have to, but, yeah. uh, but certainly, you know, he has. And, uh, you know, and he has a deeper faith, mm-hmm. you know, for a um, 11 or 10-year-old. Uh, I think he's 10, but, yeah. Uh, um, you know, more so than most 10-year-old kids. Right. Um, and, uh, and then again... You know, the other grandkids, you know, have seen that, seen how he's responded. And, and I think it has, you know, made their faith grow. So, again, you know, uh, we don't want to, you know, shield, you know, our children or grandchildren from, uh, you know, suffering. I mean, obviously, you know, you want to be smart. And, yeah, <laughs> you know, don't just and, show them things they don't need to see. Or, you know, don't let them just do really stupid yeah. you know, things. <laughs> but, but in terms of, uh, you know, being, you know, either, you know, at funerals or, or, or going and visiting, you know, people that are, that are sick or not normal, uh-huh. uh, you know, I think is, is very, uh, you know, helpful. Even, you know, being around uh, disabled, you know, children. Mm-hmm. I think it was good. Anything that that uh, you know is not normal. Being around, you know, people that are that are poor and and uh, you know and even other cultures. You know, I, I think all of those things are helpful for children to see that that uh, life is not always uh, you know uh, you know just uh, wonderful and uh, everything. Yeah, that's so good. And as painful, I mean, it comes with a cost. It does, absolutely. But it's it's worth it because of what's formed in us if we choose to let God form us in it. I mean, I think that's what has been beautiful for watching you, Dad, that's just, I think, trickled down, you've led the way, is that it's you've allowed the suffering to form you more like Christ because the other choice is to get bitter and angry towards God. And we know lots of people that do that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that I, I don't have anything to say, but except that I commend you for the way you've allowed it because then it's impacted all of us because then we can say suffering is hard. And, but it there that's the hope that we have in Jesus, which is, you know, mom's mm-hmm. favorite word was always hope. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. it's the, so I, I, it's been, and I've really enjoyed for us being back in Waco and that's part, you know, being not, with mom more, but also bringing my kids along. Like we go and feed her mm-hmm. every week and, you know, it's, it's a practical, like it works out on Sunday after ch- church, but it's also, face to face with not just mom, but like 
the whole resonance and just like allowing that to help form like who they are and the world around them is I think helpful. So thank you for the way you've led the way for all of us to do, to walk through suffering and we just appreciate it. Well, as we have already gone for an hour, we could go on and on. Um, but I'm just so thankful for you, Dad. And you're just, I mean, I always like tell people that when we talk about the Father heart of God, I never have any, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes per. I get the Father heart of God because you displayed that to me so well and just who God is. And so I love you so much. And I am who I am because of you. I'm a lot like my dad. I, 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 I have mom in me too, but I've got a lot of you in it. So I'm yeah. very thankful for it. But all of my grandkids, I mean, all my kids are so thankful for their coach and Mimi. And we just thank you for what you've done. And could you end by just praying for all of us as parents and just... Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, Father, uh, I thank you... Um, uh, for everyone listening uh, to this who uh, obviously um, is a parent and, and really wanting uh, to uh, to do things right. And so, Lord, I just pray um, you know, for your uh, your grace on them, that uh, that you would give them, uh, you know, the grace, the strength, the, the patience, the peace, everything that they need uh, to parent uh, their children well, Lord. I, I uh, um, just uh, you know, pray that uh, that you would surround them with uh, with people uh, to help them, uh, whether it be uh, um, you know just friends, neighbors, grandparents, uh, whatever, Lord, that you would uh, uh, just uh, surround them and, and then just give them uh, you know great uh, wisdom uh, and uh, and just uh, you know your uh, power um, uh, you know through your spirit you know in in their inner being, Lord, and so we just thank you that we can, uh, can trust you uh, to be the one to give us the, the help that we need. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Amen. Thanks again, Dad. And guys, if you, um, thanks for listening. If you have any questions or anything, then please just email us at parentingwithpurposepodcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Have a great day. Bye.